Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We are broadcasting live from our palatial studios in Dripping Springs, Texas, just one hour east of Wokeville, Austin, Texas. They're They're fun. Uh, Should take your life in your own hands before you go there because you never know you could get woked up just being at Starbucks. We're going to have fun this morning talking with Steve Falconer of Space Busters and he's much more than busting space. This man busts everything he can get his hands on. He's a critical thinker and uh, I'm going to really dig into how he even got to the point where he can see things for what they really are. There's a word for that but I'm not smart enough to know what it is. If you'd like to be on the show, it is 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. We're live here. It's the 24th of August, and so you can call and email. And we have a great week uh, lined up for you next week. Look at this. Well, how serendipitous, Flat Earth Dave is going to be back on Monday. (laughs) He's hilarious. I love Dave. Dr. Lisa Wiedemann, she is a... um, a carnivore doc. Um, we've been doing a lot of carnivore shows. She's going to be here next week. Also, the Beagleson boys. You remember Harvey Beagleson? Fascinating work with looking at the blood, and he would be able to predict by the shape of the blood some things that you could be coming down the line if you don't change your ways. Really cool stuff. Harvey uh, uh, left us, and now his boys are taking over. You may have heard of Sean Stone. No? Maybe you've heard of his father, Oliver Stone. Yeah, he'll be here on uh, Wednesday. So we got a great week. That's all next week. And Martin Armstrong as well next week. So we're, we're jamming. Some week more, is, more than others. Steve Falconer is uh, he's kind of a hero of mine. He's been out there, you know, of late making films. He's done a lot of work on germ theory stuff because we know, because of the shows that we've done with the Volmers and Lanka and... Um, John Paul, uh, Paul John Lando, and um, another great lady, Samantha Bailey, and and who else? Um, I'm leaving off some people, and at that this germ thing just doesn't exist. Steve's been looking at that, and also uh, has been doing some films on it. So we're going to dig in, find out more about Steve Falconer, who is a space buster. Steve, good morning. <laughs> Hey, Patrick, good morning for you. Uh, mid-afternoon, mid-afternoon for me. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you are in Copenhagen. How on God's green earth did you land up there? Uh, long story, but I've got children here. was married to a Danish woman, uh, came here many years ago as a musician, was in England, London for a while, went around the world in Asia for a year, and came back here to raise the kids. So oh. that's why I, that's a short story, long that's short. That's good. Is it a nice place to live, Steve? Do you like it? beautiful yeah because, well like all places this one's communist <laughs> you think <laughs> they don't call it that they call it socialist but they don't understand what that is so but it's it's a lovely place to live and people are still civil here luckily oh are they oh that's great yeah that's great good to be civil these days how about the food yeah. you got you get access to good food there yeah we've got good food uh, every, yeah, everything's good it's a nice easy life the danes are known for being very chilled uh, it's one of the, it's it's kind of like Amsterdam if you like to smoke your weed and all that they don't they leave you alone as much as they can legally and uh, yeah it's just a nice lovely place people are just stay out of each other's business for the most part 
Hmm. And but the government is kind of wokey, lefty, commie, socialist, whatever you want to call them. Total commie socialist, and there's but the wokey. <laughs> Yeah, the wokey stuff's not as bad here as it is in America. We don't have all the purple-haired weirdos running around screaming at each other, only because it's not the Danish social way. Ah. But because we're already there, they're trying to bring you where this place has already been for 40, 50 years, so they don't need to punish us because the, the people are already there. They're already you know? there. They've already done all the woke stuff and burned through it and don't give each other a hard time for it, is what you're saying? Yeah, the people here are born into a cage and think it's totally normal. So they don't need to <laughs> psyops to get them there. They're already they've been here since the beginning. You're seeing the growing pains of being brought into a system. This place we're in transition. The, the the global eye yeah. trying to bring all the people in into the deal. Yeah, too many free thinkers. Where you're at, everyone here just assumes this is the best without thinking it might not be. Wow, well, that's scary. That's like a little mouse in a little cage and don't know you're being poisoned, right? That's the way it goes here, yeah. These people are already born into slavery and think it's fine. Brave, Very brave new world here. It's not Orwellian here. It's very, uh, it's Huxley in here. It's very brave new world. Which is to tell folks what you believe, assert the difference in. Well, in, in the Orwell model in, in 1984, it was a totalitarian, strict, heavy punishment regime. They delete history. They do this, that, and the mm -hmm. other. Like, you're being forced into it, and if you don't like it, you will be, you know, have a <laughs> rat cage stuck over your head with rats eating. In this system, you're kept with all your sports and games and soma, your drugs and alcohol and weed if you want to smoke it and all that. And uh. you, you don't know you're in servitude because you don't know anything better. So you're quite happy with it. You know, you, you just do your function. You're everyone talks about their work constantly. You, they're work obsessed. You can be at a Christmas party, a birthday party out in the park. Work, 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 work. How was your job? How, you know, it's just job, 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 job. I'm a robot. Wow. Uh, and they don't think anything weird about it. You don't meet all these flames you do in America where people have all these weird eccentric habits and uh, thoughts and, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's very much like if you've ever read Brave New World, that's this place. Yeah, I've never heard that. I've got this theory, you know, I'm I don't like to be against anything, but I don't know, I kinda got the feeling that this whole decriminalization of marijuana in this country just because most people don't use it properly, I don't know if there's a proper use of it, uh, it's just gonna make them more stupid. I mean, am I too conservative crazy thinking that? No, I think there's I think there's good medicinal use and there's also sure. good psychoactive use for it. Um, how I, I think for me, decriminalization is better than legalization because legalized says, well, we say you can do it. Mm -hmm. Decriminalization says we'll stay out of your business if you want to do it or not. It's up to you. So to me, that's the way to go is decriminalizing because legal says, ah, we just we just say you're allowed to do it. Whereas decriminal is like, I don't care what you say. I'm doing it. Don't throw me in jail. Yeah. yeah. Now, the problem over there is, yeah, a lot of states have decriminalized it. But did they let everyone out of jail who's been serving life sentences? And they're still in there as far yeah. as I know. Yes, sir. And as you so know, the, that, yeah. you know, you should let them out. And as you know, the prison system is a is an incredible moneymaker. It's all privately yeah. run now, and their friends run the prisons. And boy, it's big, big money. 
Ooh, big money. Circle. I think Circle's behind all that, which is BlackRock and Vanguard. It's the same shit, same people. Same people. It isn't amazing that that BlackRock and uh, BlackRock and 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 what's the big uh, Vanguard? Vanguard. Vanguard's These two guys are like the belly of the beast, aren't they, Steve? I mean, as far as pulling yeah. strings, wow, man. They're the same people too. Are they? The board of directors. Oh, they're this, all the same people. Wow. They're not even two different entities. It's like Coke and Pepsi. You know, it's it's, it's same all the deal. same. It's coming out the same v- place. Yeah. Visa, Mastercard, and BlackRock's got this deal with. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like BlackRock, got, it's got this deal with the with the Federal Reserve, which, as we know, is private, and they got some shenanigans going on there, not being audited. They. They're doing all kinds of stuff that we have no idea with money printing, right? No idea. Yeah. Well, you can see what they're doing to you now. You know, inflation means they put too much paper currency into the system with all their quantitative easing. So the price of everything goes up because there's so much paper that it costs more to buy it. Mm -hmm. So now they gave you a stimulus package where they're going to dump, you know, another trillion dollars or billions or whatever into it. You don't relieve. <laughs> you don't relieve that by putting more currency, and that's the problem in the first place. Right? You can't stimu- You can't use a stimulus package, injecting money in to stop inflation because stimulus packages are the cause of inflation. That's the only cause. Right? The money supply tasting more goods. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but the funny thing is, because instead of taxing you ninety percent and causing a revolt. You don't notice when the goods go up. It's the same as taxing you ninety percent. It's just you blame the you blame the yeah. economy instead of the government. Then they call it the Inflation Reduction Act. That's curious. Have you seen that <laughs> one? That's a good one. That's a good one. That's Orwell. That's double speak. Yeah. War is peace. You know, freedom is slavery. You, you cannot call. Yeah. That's that's Orwell. Hmm. Hmm. And now I just heard on the news. I was coming back from the farmers market this morning that they're going to do a whole deal on the the student loans, right? And you know we the people will end up paying for that either in inflation because they're going to borrow the money, create and borrow it, or we're just going to pay for it. We're going to pay for it. We have that problem here. We have 49% income tax, 25% sales tax, then you got 25 property, 100% import tax. So by the time you add all these up, now here it's true did the Danes say we have free education and free health care? Mm. No, they're paying for it now. When you need to go see a doctor, you don't pay anything now. And yeah, you don't pay for college, but you will, by the time you're dead, you'll pay over four and a half million kroner in taxes, which is like a, almost a million dollars. Well, in America, if you had a million dollars, you could buy a mansion in Beverly Hills, a Ferrari, you could pay for cancer, cash out in an allopathic hospital, <laughs> send all your kids to Harvard, and you'd still have some change left over. So that's not free. It's a loan up front at ridiculous interest rates. How, how do people, how do they even survive with that uh, uh, leverage of taxes? Well, it's because they still won't let you through the cracks. So if you're homeless here, you want to be, or you're from somewhere who's not here. So what everyone says is we take care of each other. No matter what, you won't fall through the cracks. The other thing is right, which is what's the right. 
you get a great education here at a really good university, but we know that's indoctrination. But as far as they're concerned, you in America, if you don't have the money to go to a good college, you don't. Mm-hmm. Here you can. Now, the problem they have here is they're all overqualified. No one wants to work at Burger King or clean the streets or do anything else because they all have a master's degree in some uh-huh. shit from college. So they don't. it's like, yeah, but you're all qualified to do shit from these indoctrination schools. So now we have a problem with the workforce because you're like, well, who's going to do the crap jobs that no one wants to do if everyone can go to free school and get a master's degree free? Mm-hmm. So that's a real, what would be the word if you had to define it, the idea? So you're taking everything through labor, through taxes, and then giving them everything. People think it's free, right? And that's real control, yeah. isn't it? Is there a word for that? Is that communism? Yeah, you're your leftists call it free shit or as they used to call it communism you give everybody free shit that isn't actually free and then the people giving you the free shit you owe them <laughs> and that's called government to the end of communism to the end of time right? wow. yeah, exactly to the end of time yeah it's not nothing in life is free so if you think you're getting free stuff yeah. you need to step back air is free water is free for now your mind is free if you allow it to be other than that if you're getting free stuff that should cost money to run you should look around you and see what's going on yeah there's well there's no free lunch i mean we've said that for (laughs) for for a year you know for forever and uh, steve falconer is here uh he is a long filmmaker and a musician he supports himself by doing musician stuff and even bartends from time to time and um so um were you always kind of a germ theory uh, skeptic or did this happen because of covid no i had a my father was real he still is he was severely uh vaccine damaged from a flu shot when Mm. he was in his 40s himself he's 72 or three now um so he's still on steroids and things from that so i saw that hurt him he almost died i went and rushed him to the hospital and they had specialists flying in and he got diagnosed with some really horrible stuff but but i had an episode in london where i took the five or ten travel vaccines to go around the world and then i almost had like a death episode myself from that um and then when i had my second child i thought like do i really want to stick this stuff in my children and i was researching um esoteric biochemistry at the time so i went right back to dr jenner's treatise to the king where this all allegedly Mm. starts And I started getting my hands on all of the literature about vaccination. Where did it come from? Germ theory, viruses, bacteria. And after years of research, I couldn't find that bacteria caused any harm when they weren't in a dead or dying tissue environment with creating waste products. And I couldn't find that viruses exist outside of a Petri dish in a slide that's been chemically manufactured and poisoned so i was pretty shocked about that i met i think you've had her on your show my friend amanda dr amanda oh sure several times yeah yeah so i've known amanda since i think 2010 or 11. um so she and i were talking a lot about this when i couldn't find out what was going on i was shocked (laughs) um so i've known about this since 2007 8 9 and then definitely by 2011 i was quite aware uh so yeah, we had a video channel, Space Busters, doing fringe videos about Ether and NASA and mm-hmm. uh, all, Atlantis. And yeah. That's, yeah, fun stuff. 
so when this hit um and we also had a website called we still do truthserumnews.com truthserumnews.com and we had a facebook newspaper they got banned um so when this hit we were already making videos and i thought well i know about this i've known germ theories nonsense for over a decade wow. more wow. so i said well I'm, I'm the guy to make these films and show people because i have a platform and they kind of took off a lot of them went viral hmm. that's another thing this mind controls in our language when a video gets seen by everybody and spread around they call it viral it's oh, yeah. right in your language yeah. you know videos yeah. are it's just even your own daily language reinforces the fiction which is nonsense yeah uh, but anyway that's and the, the the videos about the germs and viruses just took off and put us on the map worldwide wow. we were a little tiny fringe channel and now as you know like we're pretty well known yeah, all around yeah the world. you got billions of followers around and uh, you do that through BitChute and odyssey right uh, you and Odyssey. Now, yeah. yeah space busters at bit odyssey we're on rumble huge tube we have we still have a youtube channel but they were on two permanent strikes one more strike and we're banned like off yeah so we can't release any germ films on there but we i think we've got like 30 30 or thirty-five thousand subs there still but we just don't release on there because you can't yeah so i i and we have a very minimal youtube channel i I found an old one after they censored us, starting to put things back up there, because it is the place to go. I mean, they've gotten the most people. It's kind of fun to be there. But do they? I'm not. A, I'm a luddite, Steve. So um, give me a little leeway here. So if I'm just talking on YouTube and I even say the the V word, they 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 pick it up with AI and can cancel you for that. Just saying it. Yeah, we've even had strikes for people have put something in the comment section under a video we've replied to their comment in our own comment section and got a channel strike for it wow wow so it's even worse than the algorithms they're looking at the comment sections as well and how many strikes do you get before you're out well you got permanent strikes and then you've got these temporary ones where they say oh you're you can't post or do anything for two months three yeah. months whatever uh, we got loads of those i kept, i stopped counting years ago <laughs> <laughs> we got tons of those but we're on two biggies so one more biggie and we're out you're, you're gone yeah 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 but we don't care you know yeah on the alternative one what do you think the most do you think rumble's one of the most popular we were on bit shoot they're cool bit shoot yeah for us bit shoot because we've had videos just on our channel alone have a million views some of them 350 400,000 that's not including the thousands of mirrors and all the views they're wow. getting and shares wow so for us bit shoots the big I think the biggest YouTube video we ever had has 326,000 that's crazy and our biggest dude <laughs> is a million just on our channel yeah without the shares so over the years um I know that you you look into cosmology truths and we'll talk about today and you know the whole idea of an immovable earth not spinning around the sun also known as flat earth and the some of the history and we'll we'll dig into a little bit of it uh the mud floods and stuff but over the years what has been like the most number one subject as far as hits and interest has it been the germ thing it's the germ yeah as soon as covid came out it's been this this is what really put us on the map hmm. 
mm. people were really interested because especially in the very beginning we were seeing guys falling over in wuhan a few on the streets and all that so our first big one was 5g kung flu <laughs> and that was a that was a big one because people wanted to know what was going on all right and they and it's, it's been so relevant the last two years that those are where our videos really put us uh on international attention yes sir and, and it's understandable, as you said, it's in the lexicon. How many people do you know say, oh, I caught a cold. I caught the flu. Yeah. That's what everybody says. And we know that's just caught not true. It, yeah. yeah, you didn't catch anything. You yeah, didn't catch detox. anything. Yeah. You wow. didn't catch anything. Yeah, you caught, yeah, you, you caught an idea. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that for us is what happened. We, I didn't want to be a voice of the germ uh, terrain movement or anything. Like, sure, sure. I thought I'd make some films and get the hell out of here after just a few films. And it just started going and going and going. And now suddenly I'm in with all these people and a voice of terrain movement. I, you know, as, Cowan, that's not what Cough, I want. Cowan and Kaufman and all these people, yeah. And he's a friend of mine. We made a film together. Kaufman and I made a film together two years ago. And so i know all these same people that you're talking to and all sure. that but i didn't want to be their voice i see i see but my films the way i explain my films to normal people just kind of put me in the position where our films are more popular than what they're doing because they're more fun they speak yeah, to regular people fun yeah yeah they're, yeah they're more they're more fun more more creative yeah that's great if you'd like to be on the show with steve falconer we have lots to talk about this morning patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com, or you can call 888-663-6386, PatrickOneRadioNetwork.com. I, I, you know, when you really look at a big picture, I know you've had some experience in the insurance field, which is, you know, huge. The mother load of, of how things are run in this world, right? The insurance companies that yeah. David Martin has talked about. Um, can you give us a sense of how big the insurance industry is when you talk about high level money and control how does that how does that work they're up there with all of the federal reserve and all the other these again this is all the same corporations with the same owners as blackrock vanguard circo these are the same board mm. of directors on all of these companies wow. they are not there to pay your claims they will do anything to make sure your claim doesn't get paid because they have shareholders looking for billion dollar quarterly profits just like every other company you invest in you know the, the point of insurance is supposed to be well she gets cancer and she's broke so mm. we're supposed to pay mm. for cancer that's not what's going on in insurance companies the board of directors are saying well if we pay for all these people's cancer we don't get a three billion quarterly profit so right, right. let's not let's hire underwriters and investigators and everyone we can and make it so hard to get your claim paid that we just don't pay it that's what was going on and why i got out of it hmm. because it was a scam it was a total fraud and a scam all of it is a scam just like all everything else in this world yeah they're not the biggest money companies in the world for a reason. These people are, these corporations are Fortune 500 for a reason. Yeah. Where's the fortune coming from? <laughs> wow. Not paying claims. <laughs> so they do everything they can not to pay is their, their, their model. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, paying, it doesn't make you a Fortune 500 company. Fortune, getting premiums and not paying is how you be, get a fortune. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. 
So, you know, I've been studying, Steve, the monetary history for 25 years. I, I, I mentored under uh, Andrew Goss, who a good friend of mine, wonderful guy. We did a show every week forever. And I learned so much about the monetary system, and you know, the BIS, and IMF, and how it all works. And in my opinion, for what it's worth, this is the big one. So, you know, this is the big one. Do you agree? I mean, whatever's going on with this monetary system, something's up. I mean, they're going to do something big. Yeah, well, it has to be because, as you know, if you've been studying it this long, the average fiat currency has died within 45 years on average, going all the way back, all the way back. to the beginning of yeah. currencies. Yeah. And you see this the, every time they start watering down the coins in the old days, gold coins were getting watered down with a little bit of lead. Remember, they used, to cut, they, used to, yeah. Yeah, they used to cut the edges in the Roman Empire, didn't they? They cut the edges and, and cut yeah, down. Yeah, off the coin. Yeah, 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 which they're doing now. You buy a mayonnaise bottle. But yeah. there's a hole up the middle bottom of the bottle, so it looks like a giant bottle of mayonnaise, but it's missing like the bottom third because of the bubble. <laughs> and chefs became celebrities. And, you know, as you know, in the day, you know, uh, an ounce of gold would have bought you the best toga you could get, the best leather belt, the best sandals. Today, an ounce of gold will buy you a Gucci suit, Gucci belt, and Gucci sandals. That hasn't changed. Nope. So. It, the same thing we've always seen in the collapse of a monetary system in the empire who controlled it is happening right now mm. and is nothing new. So Nixon took us off the gold standard and uh, silver in 72, was it? 71 or 72, right in there. Around there. So you, you were supposed to have 40, 45 years on average from that. Well, we're well past that now. So the dollar is going to crash because it's the world economy, or the world uh, reserve, you know, reserve currency. Current currency so it's got to go so the only way if they can make it not go is another world war that would keep it going a little longer or you know digital currency which they're doing now great reset oh we forgive all debts and now you're if you don't if you agree to not own any property or own anything you don't have to pay your house payment yeah well yeah and you and be under landlordism or feudalism for the rest of your life so this is what they're trying to artificially keep this going what they're doing with the quantitative easing, which is just dumping more cash stimulus, hmm. that can only keep it going for so long until like Germany in the 40s where they were, or 30s, it was remember. cheaper to, instead of buying wallpaper, you could use Deutschmarks as <laughs> wallpaper because it was cheaper and it was cheaper than firewood to just burn logs of Deutschmarks, right. you know? So they don't want us to see that this time. So what they're trying to do is keep this going until it gets to that point. We're all complaining about inflation. Like, have you seen the price of milk? It's a third more than it used to be, like a third. Go look at Germany in the 30s, man. A third is nothing. It was 400 times the cost. Do you think the Americans would stand for that? Do you? What is your opinion? (laughs) I don't like to say Americans because there's so many kinds of people there in so many states and so yeah. So, I have no opinion on that. I think there are a lot of Americans who won't, and I think there are more Americans who will because they don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are a lot of Americans who will not stand for it, and they're armed to the teeth. They know their rights, <laughs> and they're very afraid of them. Otherwise, America would have went down the shitter in 1978. You know, the only reason it hasn't they haven't got America yet is because they're afraid of the small amount of people who know what's going on and are going to do something about it oh. and will. Hmm. 
in my opinion. In your opinion, do the, the global eye, you think they're well in tune with the, the amount of people that are awake and, and watching what's going on? Do you think they know? Yeah. They must know, right? Yeah, Alan Watt was saying that yeah. since the 90s. He said, if you don't think you are being constantly monitored, surveyed, surveilled, <laughs> think tanks do, running everything, you know, they that's what all these surveys are about. They are constantly, they know everything we know. And now they have supercomputers with algorithms. Just Google alone knows more about you than you even know. That's how it knows you're looking for sneakers. People say, oh, the microphone's spying on me. No, the algorithms have been spying on you so long. They know you, you're out of shoes before you do. <laughs> That's right. They do. They know it. <laughs> so if you don't think the if you don't think the elite know we're having an awakening, they welcomed it. They talked about it in Rockefeller lockstep. They said there will be an awakening, and this amount of the population will be angry and upset, and we're expecting it, and this is what's coming, and this is how we're going to deal with it. They laid it all out right in lockstep. So. Don't think that, oh, we're winning because we're having an awakening and out in the streets. They knew we were going to be out in the streets. They knew it. And so what's their plan for us awake people? What are they, What would they try to do to us or for us or whatever? They're going to turn all the asleep people against us like they always do by calling us names, using logical fallacies like little kids do on the schoolyard. Mm -hmm. Anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist you know insert label here domestic terrorist whatever yeah domestic a great one yeah patrick domestic yeah. terrorist they're gonna make people afraid of those trying to liberate them just like they've always done these aren't new phrases they were around anti-vaccine anti-vaccination leagues were around in 1840. wow 1840 they've been calling people anti-vaxxers since 1840 They've been calling people domestic terrorists since 1775, you know. That's how they know how to do these games. They've been playing these games since any of us were ever around. Mm -hmm. This is old stuff. There's nothing new under the sun. So would there ever be a day when these these global eye, in your opinion, will just say, well, we give up. It's just too too much work. I don't think so. You know, and I, th I think there might actually be some... Uh, real cyclical earth changes coming up in 2040 2046 where they've been waiting for this and expecting it that i don't think they need this to last forever hmm. i don't think this new world order is meant to last for a hundred years or a thousand years i think it's meant to get us until things get so bad as they always do in history mm -hmm. that it's too late for us to do anything about it they want to control us now that's the hurry with agenda 2030 why not agenda 2050 why not agenda 2070 why not agenda why why are you trying to get this in by 2030 which is only eight years from now mm -hmm. why people need to start asking why what's the hurry see because they've been taking their time for 140 years right forever i mean right? the milner group lord milner group that's around since 1880 they've been putting this new world order in place for 140 years what's the rush now to get it by 2030 what's going on right right yeah. you know people should start asking that and looking into it and, and they might come up with some uh, shocking conclusions well as you say look. steve the the money thing uh, you can only do so much right i mean you can, yeah. you can only inflate so much before it just gets silly you know so like zimbabwe yeah. right so you know i think that's catching up with him right now 
Yeah, and if they don't go digital, digital is the great, it's still fiat currency. Sure. Now, you can also get into privacy coins. You know, you shouldn't get into Bitcoin because that's monitored. They can see what you're doing. It's on the blockchain. Blockchain is your enemy. I like cryptocurrency. We do. We love Monero, Dero, Pirate Chain. That's privacy. They can't see what you're doing. Huh. You don't want to be on blockchain because they can see what you're doing. And they will tax you. They know every transaction. They know everything you're doing. There's nothing wrong with digital currency. But again, these are fiat currencies, meaning they're not worth gold. You can't go into your bank and say, I want you know, gold or silver for my dollar. Here's a million dollar bills, IOUs. Right, you know this. Yourself. Like the good old days, right? Like the good old days. Yeah. So, so it's not money; it's debt. It's IOU. You're chart. You're you're charging someone for their labor with a debt that's already paid. So it's like it's that's not money. Now it's great because if you you if you think of money that way, you don't become an Elon Musk. I have no reason to save up fifteen billion pieces of paper that are useless. When I can go to the grocery store or the guitar shop and buy a guitar or groceries and somebody will actually give me milk, bread, cheese, and a guitar for useless paper. <laughs> so if you have useless paper and some idiot will give you real shit for it, trade it now, buy stuff. Do it. You know? Do it now. Do yeah. It now. Oh, but you're, you're just a consumer. You're like, what else would you be with fake Monopoly money? If you went into the store and found out Monopoly money from your board game would buy you milk, you wouldn't be using it? I'll, I'll buy a lot. Steve Falcon is with <laughs> us. We are live here this morning. Uh, it is a um, uh, Wednesday morning, the 24th of August. Patrick Timponi, OneRadioNetwork.com. Steve, thanks for coming on the show. We're going to do a little break here, and then we'll be right back. This is um, uh, one of the best technologies ever that I've come across. And you can imagine the gadgets and, and potions and pills and things like that, that I've been, uh, um, you know, um, grace, people graciously sent me stuff over my 50 years doing these radio shows, over 50 years now, that, um, uh, you know, I've tried a lot of stuff, and this is one of the most interesting and um, beneficial technologies ever. I've been breathing this hydrogen gas and drinking the water for three years now, feeling better than I've ever felt in, in this lifetime, um, it's just tech, great technology. Listen up. Recently, Dr. Al Dannenberg, who's healing from cancer, said this about hydrogen. Can I interject one thing? Whatever you We're want. Just about molecular hydrogen. It is an amazing technology or research. It's got over 15 years of clinical studies. It is part of my protocols. I use molecular hydrogen in high concentration. I use it in water. There are great studies with all kinds of diseases, like some of the doctors that were on your commercial that were speaking. Without a doubt, it is the best discriminating antioxidant around, and it is all biologically normal. Our body uses hydrogen for almost every metabolic pathway. There is interesting research for cancer patients with molecular hydrogen. There is a very strong indication that it can be beneficial, so I use it. You know, cancer hmm. is a disease 
of metabolic dysfunction and mitochondrial dysfunction. That's fascinating technology. We've been using ours for three years now. If you'd like to get one, go to oneradionetwork.com, use promo code ONERADIO for a 20% discount, lifetime warranty, one year, no questions asked, money back guarantee for one year. Promo code ONERADIO, 20% off hydrogen browns gas machine right now on oneradionetwork.com. We've been looking at this idea of natural healing for many, many years, and it's just so fascinating to see it evolve and change and grow and new information. And after a while, you can really kind of try to figure out, you know, the best diet to eat that'll work for you. And and we think that you're going to learn how to live a long, long time if that's what you want to do. We're, we're initiating a new thing here at One Radio Network, and uh, it's called kind of uh, fun like Patrick in Your Pocket and it's just, um, you can set up a, a one-on-one personal kind of coaching thing with me, uh, one low price, very little, and uh, just pay for my time, and then uh, do an hour thing with me, and then one uh, unlimited email support. I found over the years of looking at emails that one of the um, the most needed thing with, with this healing stuff is to find somebody that'll just kind of listen to you and figure out what would be the next best step to do. I don't do medical advice. Um, I'm not qualified. I'm not allowed to. But it's more uh, working with the soul, who you are, mind and body, and trying to figure out, as you're all connected, what's the best course of action that you can take to to kind of get rid of or ditch or heal whatever it is you're working on. And people got a lot of stuff going on because of the all, you know, planet Earth and our Earth plane, rather. Excuse me, I get caught up sometimes with the word planet, the earth plane, and uh, the Maya and the matrix, and it can, you don't get sick. So if you're interested in participating, if I can help you out in any way on the spiritual, emotional, and physical level, uh, with a little hour thing, just email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. This gentleman is the former boss of my teacher, Andrew Goss. His name is Fred Dashevsky, and he's been in the numismatic world of gold and silver coins for uh, 30 years or so. Fred's a very uh, ethical guy, very qualified. He knows gold and silver coins uh, as well as anybody that on the planet. We like gold and silver coins because they are graded. You know exactly what they are selling for exactly and you can buy some and um, if you ever wanted to sell them you could go online and you could see what the going rate is for you know 19 whatever 24 St. Gaudens in MS 65 condition you can just see it and uh, these prices go up as the gold price goes up but also as the money supply continues to increase and makes gold and silver and these coins a more um, limited supply because you just can't print any more 1924 uh, $20 gold piece. These just can't do it. You can dig more gold in the mines, but the numismatic, that's why we like it. So if you'd like to talk to Fred, his number is 800 878 800 878 
only real American money. There's no gold chunks or, or bars or silver. Real American money, numismatic coins, which have the gold value as well as the collectible value. And they've traditionally gone up in value steadily over the last 50 years. So there's not, you know, there's no safe bet on anything, but uh, we think this is a good chance these things are going to continue to go up. And if Steve and other people are right, uh, the dollar is going to continue to go down. And then gold and silver spot prices, even though they are controlled, they will go up because of supply and demand. So there we have it. Call Fred, 800-878-2646. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one RadioNetwork.com. We're talking with the lovely and talented Steve Falcon, our Space Busters on BitChute and Odyssey, and he's into a lot of cool things. So what was it about your life that um, got you to the, to the point where you start questioning things, start thinking things through rather than going along with the herd? Whether it's some person or how, how did it work for you? How did it happen for you? No, I was quite a herd person. <laughs> Actually, I I had signs of it as a it could be because I'm a Virgo. I always had authoritarian problems. I got in trouble uh-huh. in school a lot. I didn't like school. I for some I didn't know why then. I know now it's indoctrination. Uh and later as I started self-researching, when you're someone like me, you know, I'm a musician, music teacher, uh, when, you, when artists, you know, I paint as well. I've always been a right brain kind of artisty person. But when you have a career doing what you want, and don't have to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, you start looking into things when you're curious. And the more you start finding out one thing is nonsense, you start to go, well, what if that's wrong? <laughs> what if that's wrong? You know, so I'm just a person who really only really, really woke up about you know, 17, 18 years ago, I was the biggest sheeple you could ever be. Before then, I didn't care. I didn't know there was anything to care about. I don't like politics. I still don't. But I didn't like them before because I wasn't interested. Now I don't like them because I know it's rigged sport. You know, it's yeah. a, it's American Gladiator for the public, you know. It certainly is. So I, I'm just one of those people who started asking questions. And that's all it is who what when where why 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 is the best one you got mm-hmm. if you start applying the question why to everything you learn or hear that that's all it takes and then if you start seeking the answers and not from the same sources who gave you the question in the first place you will wake up it doesn't take more than three days looking into germ theory to see the fallacy in it all and then mm-hmm. it takes some years to, to to research it and find out the, the the nuances and the details but it doesn't take long to anything until you can see the mm-hmm. obvious uh fallacy in it all and do you think we're all wired in with our intuition or i would call soul which i like to link as myself as soul spiritual being that we know the difference between accuracy truth or fiction when we read something on a deep level we know don't we we just know yeah, we would, or there wouldn't be a truth movement or truthers yeah. or people yeah. like that. They're no different. There's no difference from a truther and a sheeple, so to speak. One is a person who tuned into their intuition, and another one who's so busy with their consciousness, distracted by fear-based mind control or paying the rent tomorrow or what's on Netflix tonight, 
that they won't give their own precious time to do the great work, which is to sacrifice all of the comforts and the fun to learn what the hell is going on around mm-hmm. you in this place. Mm-hmm. The only there's it's not that one person's smart enough to figure it out and one's not. It's that one takes the time to do it out of interest and curiosity and one doesn't or can't or won't. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. There's no special people who figure it all out and others don't. Yeah. So do you think that those who don't too frightened or too sick or too scared or whatever the term is, Steve, to not look, that they are leading leading a life of quiet desperation in a way, and they will get sicker. This looks like it. That's a great question, yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with lethargy. And a lot of that lethargy comes from they're probably in a job they don't like to do. They're sitting there miserable because no one's born to work 60 hours a week for someone else to put a rent in the car on your, you know, for a car and a rent and food and all that, just so you can get to work again and do the same thing over and over. So a lot of it says you say despair, but the lethargy is coming from the despair, the nutritional aspect and the constant poisoning from your shampoos and soaps and chemicals in your processed food is clouding your brain, Mm -hmm. the lack of mineral nutrients and healthy, regular organic fruits and vegetables and food is clouding your brain. The fear is clouding your brain. You know, you're in fight and flight mode. You're acidic. You, your brain, your your cells don't know there's a lion chasing you. Your brain tells your cells there's a lion chasing me. I need to run. And in order to run, your body will make transmutations. Alchemy is not turning lead into gold. It's turning your body's cells into another kind of cell to move. And anyone who jogs knows this. You better walk and stretch after you jog or you have lactic acid buildup. So when there's a fake perceived threat by your senses that you're getting from the news and the television and your friends that you're under threat and you're going to die right now or tomorrow from a COVID vaccine or virus or you know whatever you're afraid of, your cells don't have five senses. They can't see, smell, touch, taste. So they don't know. Your brain tells your cells, we need to do this now because we're under threat. And, th- and it takes all your energy goes there. The next it goes to digestion and next goes to healing. Hmm. So if you're eating shit food constantly, your energy's there. If you're worried constantly, your energy's there. You know, so that's what's going on is people are being purposely put in a state by the controllers who've known this for thousands of years that you can't do any positive action if you're worrying. People who worry don't do anything. They sit and worry. People who do stuff don't worry. They have energy to do it. That's why I make all these films. I'm not sitting around crying, worrying about constantly what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm making films. If I die, I die. So what? That's I don't care. You know. (laughs) Okay. Nobody who's born isn't going to die. You're all, we all got it coming, as that Clint Eastwood movie said, The Unforgiven. He said, uh, well, that guy, I guess he had it coming. And Clint Eastwood said, like, we all got it coming, we kid. All got it you coming. <laughs> You're going to die, man. You're Like Bob Dylan said, he who's not busy being born is busy dying. You're going to die. So don't worry about it. Do something while you're here. Do something. <laughs> For yourself or for others, at least yourself, but others, if you have energy, don't worry about it. Yeah. So what? Do something. You will not. Ne- you can only 
especially men we're notorious we can only do one thing at a time <laughs> if that right <laughs> the women listening will say that so <laughs> if you're worrying that's what you're doing that's you've already wasted what i can do right now is i'm doing it i'm wasting it worrying if you get rid of the worry now you have time to do stuff hmm. it's that easy it's that simple and, and you know it's so funny because it ties into where i'd want to go next into the cosmology and I've always been a fellow most of my life that I knew that there was just now, there was no future, there was no past, right? And it wasn't until I really, 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 really got that I wasn't spinning around the sun, you know, on some ball one night about yeah. a year and a half ago. And I mean, I really got it just watching some video that the whole time thing just whew, sunk even deeper than where I was before. and. You know, when I when I got to that moment, I was up for about three days just thinking about the fact that there was no time, just contemplating yeah. on it. I was like, now I knew it, but now I know it. And so to me, that's when I really got turned on to the whole idea of an immovable plane not spinning around the sun and why it's so powerful. How was it for you when you first saw that you weren't spinning around the sun? Well, at first it was very unbelievable because back in the day, before I understood about the Phoenix events and, uh, you know, the, there's a, there's also a theory that it's not a flat Earth or a round Earth, but it's all hologram. Like this whole Which thing is, is a could be true as well. artificial <laughs> simulation. There's another theory that's a simulation, but the mystics that I have been studying forever, they've been saying, even in the movie Kung Fu Panda, which is for kids, <laughs> the master says to the panda, the greatest gift you can give yourself is to realize there's only now the present. And he said, that's why it's called the present, because <laughs> it's a gift. Huh. And the, the mystics have been saying, if you're afraid, you are either worrying and fear about what happened to you yesterday, or you're in fear of what may happen to you tomorrow. Neither one of these are reality because they don't exist. Only right now exists, and right now is gone. Now there's a new now, 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 no, everything no, no, we no, just no, said no. is the past. Yeah. They don't exist. The only thing that exists is right now, and that don't exist either because it's gone an instant later. <laughs> so if you are worrying about the non-existential, that which has already happened or that which may happen, you are suffering insanity. Insanity is worrying about that which does not exist. Now, we are all in socially accepted levels of insanity. We all accept it. <laughs> yeah. This is what the mystics have been telling us forever. Forever, right. When you get that. Forever. When you get that. But most people are in these Western religion mindsets or, oh, that's that sounds to me uh, new age or weird. It's not new age. It's like 7,000-year-old age. This is what people who are balanced and do things, who you read about in your history books, have this understanding you will never read about a person in your history books who wasn't manufactured who didn't get this the reason they were great is because they didn't sit around squandering their time on worry yeah period yeah. that's the truth yeah once you understand that it's just now there's no reason to do anything except do something you know yeah. create, create something if you want to uh, if you want to or if not you can just sit there but but then you have there's no time because so you just keep doing stuff and like you the more th the more people i find that do things the more they do things 
the more I do stuff, the more stuff I do. I'm writing screenplays, and now I, f- I, have, I have more time. I have all this time to do everything. I don't know why, and I'm doing more because there's no yeah. time. Isn't that great? It's just amazing. It's yeah, like, and because you're used to doing it, and you've you've felt the rewards from what you're doing you know yeah. you've been running these shows for i don't know you said what, 15 50 years, years I well, don't know. Fi- over 50 15. years for broadcasting yeah broadcast yeah so you know what i mean it's like you those who feel the rewards from doing this they of course keep doing more stuff even in different areas because when you feel the reward for this there are other people who look at even i'm just some like guy in my bedroom making films you've yep. got a radio Me too. station that's here, right? I yeah that's <laughs> But you even still will have these people following you as a, as if a cult of personality that are tuning into your every show and your every word and everything. And it's because the same when guys watch sports, you say, well, how come you're how come the whole world's watching a soccer game in Europe? If you know American football for you, and they're like, oh, you know, and it's because they don't have to do anything themselves they're living through these 12 guys on a sports team that they associate or identify with so they because they're fucking emasculated and they're not doing anything themselves they get their role out from watching this thing and getting emotionally attached to it only people who do it for themselves and see the reward will carry on to go into other branches of things and branch out and say well i'm not just a radio broadcaster i can paint I can do art. I can look into science. I can look into, you know, I can learn physics. I don't need to go to school to learn physics. If you want to learn physics, you can learn it. So I think that's a lot of the problem that a lot of people have is they're still looking for mommy to pacify them. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mommy might have taken the tit milk out of their mouth at, you know, know, age two or six. Maybe it came out too early or we took the pacifier out of their mouth. They're looking to be pacified. I'm a pacifist. Well, you don't need to be a pacifist. You can be an activist, yeah. you know. In, in the time, once I really got that that this, whatever this is, is not spinning around the sun and we're not, I'm not moving, um, then I start asking the question, well, if Earth is just a plane, you know, the old idea of flat Earth, well, where is it? Where is yeah. it? You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, where is it? I mean, if there's no spaces we believe, then where is it? And that's a pretty interesting yeah. question. You know, it's like, well, okay, well, where is it? Is it sitting on something? Is there something below us? Is there something above us? And, yeah. And, and I'm getting more and more to the idea that that physical reality is just a dream, just like all the other realities are, right? And it's just a... Yeah. It just exists because it does, but it doesn't have to be anywhere. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. It just, it's just a hologram. Or maybe I don't know. That's that's another. That's that's also a good point. Yeah, the where I approach it is this: I studied, you know, I researched flat Earth for many years. Mm-hmm. I don't care where it is because I'm on it now, or <laughs> am I? But you know, like I don't care what's out there. I don't care where it is. What's it to me if you tell me tomorrow? where it is oh it's here well so what i'm still sitting here in copenhagen i'm not i don't care if i'm in copenhagen in this thing in there i don't care if it's all infinite water above i don't care if it's all infinite nothingness all Uh potential all i don't care what's out there because i'm not out there now when i die maybe that might matter because maybe you have access to where it is yeah yeah 
what I can tell you is definitely where we are. There's up, down, left, right, and around. So there's direction. There's definitely up, unless you believe in the ball and you think people in Australia have blood rushing to their head right now. <laughs> Listen to this broadcast because they're upside down. Fair play to you. You're allowed to believe that. But even for them, there's up, down, all around, and sideways. REM, big flat earthers. Stand in the place where you live. Go listen to the lyrics to R.E.M. Stand song. It's a flat earth song. Is that a flat earth? If you believe they put a man in the moon, there's three R.E.M. songs that are uh, losing my religion. He found out the earth was flat. That's the song, losing my religion. There are people who have known this for a long, 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 long time. Doesn't matter what's up there. Who cares? We're here now. We have a problem here right now. Who cares what's up there? We got a problem here. You think the Earth's a ball? Great. You think it's flat? Great. You think you're in hollow Earth? Great. You think it's pizza-shaped? Great. You think it's an illusion hologram? Great. Well, whether it's all of them, none of them, or something else, we're all stuck in the same boat. We're all <laughs> the here. Boat sucks. So what are we going to do the here? The boat right? sucks, man. Yeah, let's fix whatever it is. Let's fix it. What man. are we going to do? Yeah. Hmm. That's where I come from. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, I like it. And 